Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. To speak of Jesus' blood was an important first century way of speaking of Christ's death. His death points to two wonderful truths, redemption and forgiveness. And redemption was the price paid to gain freedom for a slave. Through his death, Jesus paid the price to release us from our slavery to sin. Secondly was the forgiveness, and forgiveness was granted in the Old Testament times on the basis of shedding of animals' blood. Now we are forgiven on the basis of the shedding of Jesus' blood because he died and he was the perfect and final sacrifice. We're in the book of Ephesians today. We're going to pick it up in verse 7 today of our text of Ephesians chapter 1. And we read, So overflowing is his kindness towards us that he took away all our sins through the blood of his Son, by whom we are saved. And he has showered down upon us the richness of his grace for how well he understands us and knows us what is best for us at all times. Now again, the word redemption can easily be passed off as one of those, I don't know, big religious words that we accept as Christianese, but we may very well not have any true grasp as to its meaning and its intent. Paul addresses this doctrine by telling us that we have this available to us. Now, certainly the we can be seen to encompass all of mankind as, well, the cross was for all men, but only all men that were willing to accept it. Paul was addressing, in particular, the believers that were in Ephesus, and certainly the concept of redemption only has a meaning and power to those of us who have accepted Christ. We, then, well, that's the church. Those who find themselves a very real part of the faith community. For here again, using this mantra in the letter, he tells us that redemption is found in him, in Jesus Christ. In him, we have this redemption. How many of us grow up understanding that Jesus saves us without really grasping how that happens? I mean, the fact is that upon our entrance into the world, we are a possession uh, of Satan in, in a possession uh, of sin. Paul tells us in chapter 2 that before redemption, we are dead in trespasses and sin. For our understanding, it seems best to speak in terms of justice. So our God is a God of justice. Isaiah 45, 21 tells us, There is no other God besides me, a just God and Savior. There is none besides me. So if there's really going to be any true justice, there has to be a penalty to sin. I think we would all would understand that concept. Left to our own, we each will have to pay for our sins. And, well, the penalty of sin, according to Scripture, is death. So it's capital punishment for us. Without Christ, we choose to make that payment ourselves. And we are therefore truly dead man walking. Now, not only is there a penalty, but until we pay, there's a bondage, too. (laughs) The Bible often speaks in such terms when speaking of one being a slave. The 
fact is, today we are, each every one of us, are owned by that which controls us. So this concept might be somewhat ambiguous to us, but again, in Paul's day, it would have been well understood. Often in that day, when a person could not pay his debt, he was sold into slavery to pay the debt in work and servitude. And until the surrender of Christ, that owner in this symbolism is sin, self, and Satan. Christ came to pay our debt himself, and he bought us back. Verse 6 of this chapter says, Christ made us accepted in the beloved. He paid our debt. He brought us out of bondage and made us free. And that was something you could do in that day. Each and every one that was in bondage could have a family member or uh, even a friend could redeem them, could buy them back out of slavery. Jesus did all of this, not by force and not with weapons. He did this uh, like that uh, scenario by paying for our debt himself. God had already laid out the prescription for this. He said a lamb could be offered as an atoning payment for our sin. But it had to be offered up again and again in those days repeatedly for our repeated sin. And moreover, that lamb had to be flawless. It had to be perfect. So then in comes Jesus, a sinless God, a sinless man, and he became our flawless and perfect lamb. And he was sacrificed in our place. And he did so with one big difference than the system up until that point. His sacrifice was once, forever, and for everyone. To do that, well, you'd have to be extremely perfect. The word have in this verse is in its present tense, expressing a present and continual action. We have redemption, and we will have redemption forever. Why did he do this? Well, because of grace because of unearned love. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.